0: Good morning and welcome to another daily live webcast called GenCast, the daily live show that happens Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern here on YFELive.com. It's winning Wednesday and so we're going to be talking winning headlines with Cami Listenby who's the founder of The Organizing Experts, a service-based organizing company that has grown into multiple states, been able to successfully scale and grow her team. So she's going to tell us a little bit about how she's been able to do that and also discuss some uh, some. Interesting topics as far as organization goes with us. So, my name is Jennifer Dano. I'm your host today. It's a 15-minute show. Use the hashtag GenCast and comment below in the chat if you're watching live, letting us know what your questions are for Cami and your opinions on today's winning headlines. So, let's go ahead and bring Cami on. Cami, thank you so much for joining me this morning.
1: Yeah, hi.
0: So, Cammy, <laughs> tell us when... All right. So, first of all, let's take it back. I met you. This is really exciting stuff. <laughs> I met you through, I think it was Biznik, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, biznik dot com. For those of you that haven't used the network, at the time it was a huge thing in Seattle. It was back in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten.
1: Uh, yeah, about, I think 2008 is when I, I started my company in 2008 and probably Biznick around the same time. It was kind of hand in hand for me.
0: Yeah, so you were really big on business. uh You were very well networked and I actually went to one of your events and at the end I had to come up to you and I was like, oh my gosh, can you be my best friend? You're another young female <laughs> entrepreneur. You know that, that kind of starstruck type of a thing when you go to an event and you meet another young woman, especially at the time. There was not yeah. very many women out there that were in there twenties. So anyway, uh, you had this company where it was really, it was just yourself. And since then, you've been able to grow that into amazing things. And I loved your background and how you're able to take this type of a a cluttered or chaotic experience and find organization through that and where that came from. So tell us a little bit about how you got into organizing.
1: We only have 15 minutes, right? right? (laughs) Um. So that's right. Um, I I've kind of found calm among the chaos, and I think that's what really resonates with my clients is that you know my my story of success in entrepreneurship is really real. Uh, it's not kind of fluffy or glossy, and there's there's some dark parts in there that often my clients relate to and find comfort in knowing that. Um that somebody's gone through similar experiences because um, it's never just about this stuff. There's always um, an experience as to why um, somebody has a lot of chaos in their life and results in clutter. Um, for me, I started my business right after um, I had been working with a lot of small business owners in the Ballard Fremont area where I was living in Seattle at the time I had just ended my year um, with the Seagals, with the Seattle Seahawks um, that I did. And I was just feeling really unfulfilled, um, getting, you know, struggling with depression and wondering why I was putting so much effort into these jobs and not getting a whole lot back. I was working a ton of hours and not seeing the results that I was looking for seeing other people getting promoted before me, doing less work. There was just a lot of chaos going on uh, with the jobs I was having. And so one day I quit my job on my lunch break, very professionally. (laughs) And, uh, and, uh, you know, I sat around for probably a month looking on Craigslist, looking for jobs. Um, And at that time it was really, really hard. It was kind of that real estate bubble, which I had been working in the real estate field at the time, just wasn't finding any work in Seattle. And I was sitting on my couch watching Oprah, my girl, I love her. And uh, at that time she was really promoting um, living your best life. That was kind of her segment and where her show was taking off at that time. And I was watching one afternoon and I saw this guy, Peter Walsh. And he had gone into this family's home uh, and basically rescued them from their clutter. And I watched on TV this amazing instant gratification transformation happen where he decluttered their house and just made it it over, made it this beautiful space. And I, I, for some reason in that moment, just struck a chord with me and I thought, You know, my resume at that time at, what, 23 years old (laughs) may not, you know, may not have been that powerful to an employer, but I knew something inside of me could make a difference for somebody else. Um, And I I didn't know what to do with that. And I knew that my, um, working for other small business owners at the time, I noticed all the things they were struggling with and doing wrong. And I'd make suggestions and they would tell me no. And I thought to myself, you know, I'd been organizing small businesses for since high school. And um, why can't I do this for people? So that's really where it started. And um, I launched my business essentially at that moment. I thought to myself, um, I just want to make $100 a day don't care how many hours I work. I just want to walk home with $100 dollars in my pocket. So I put a little ad on Craigslist and got flooded with calls and that's that's really where it started. And um, my first client was actually my grandmother. Um, she was a hoarder and I thought I just remember in my mind this room that you you were not allowed to look at. you were not allowed to speak of or walk by it was just a way of life for us in our home and I thought I'm gonna start with her first if I can do this with her if I can um, have this experience with her then I know I can do it for other people and that's
0: kind of where it started. So, Kimmy, you started, like you said, uh, just with your grandmother and a an ad on Craigslist, which is where a lot of us start. And now you have this big team. You're across multiple states and it's not just you that are that's organizing. You're essentially teaching other people how to do the same thing, uh, go into someone's home and change their life. So what advice would you give to other service based businesses that were where you are, you know, that are where you were, I guess I should say, and they might have ads out on Craigslist and working with people on one and one and have, you know, those small goals. How do they get to the point where they can scale into them not actually doing all of the fulfillment?
1: Yes. Um, Realize that it doesn't happen overnight. You know, so (laughs) many things that we see, it looks instant and wonderful. And I know um, even watching your guys' show for years and watching you develop in, in your companies is that I'm like, oh, I want to do these great videos, and ah, you know, it takes it takes a team of work. It takes, you know, it it doesn't happen overnight. Um, And for my company, um, we've really just started expanding our business probably in the last year and a half to two years. So out of the six years we've been in business, that growth that you've seen has really only happened. in the last year and a half to two years Um, and it doesn't doesn't happen overnight so just I would say be patient with yourself Um, know what your goals are and how you want to scale so for us we were all over the board you know it's taken us six years to figure out our branding get it all trademarked get the legal stuff and the backside of the business figured out before we could expand, um, I knew what my vision was. So I would say that's an important component. Is that I knew that other women had this passion, and so I I just didn't know how to make that happen. So we first started with employees, um, and and having employees and hiring my mom and firing my mom a million times and <laughs> you know, it was it was not an easy process at first because I had this vision I just didn't know how to make it happen and I and I feel that the road to success is is bumpy it's not a a one straight shot and you just you have to just um, start with something um, you know we moved from employees to contractors and we found that that works really well for us And the model that were we're developing is unique to us and um, and the first place also to start is really in training Um, I feel a lot of business owners that I help organize their business they're not wanting to do what they do anymore they just want other people to do it so they can do something they feel is more glamorous Um, and a true entrepreneur knows that you have to do the dirty work and for us um, developing that core training I'm really implementing and spending a lot of time training people um, and and sharing our story has been the key development for for growing our business,
0: well, and I think that what's interesting is because I knew you back then. I knew I know that you had been doing the work from the very beginning, and as far as that training goes, I remember. Uh, I don't know why I know this, but you had like a binder of systems that you use within your business, so that you could essentially have hired someone. Yeah. Exactly. See? So, I mean, this is something that you've always kind of been pre- preparing yourself for, even if it was just you at the beginning. And I think that's a great takeaway too, making sure that everything is solid and organized from the beginning so that when you get to that stage, whether it's six years later, whether it's two years later, that you're prepared. So, Cami, thank you so much for sharing that advice with us. I wanted to get into some winning headlines because the first one I thought was really uh, relevant to what you do as an organizer. I'm sure you go in and work with couples every once while at least, and uh, there is an article that was published in Mashable called "US Couples More Likely to Share Passwords Than Calendars," and the the big uh, the statistics was that it was 72% of those that are six to ten years um, married, as far as their relationship goes, they'll share their passwords versus the online calendars is down in the 10 to 13% range. So, Cami, is this something that uh, you find you struggle with, with uh, working with couples and them sharing their, their day-to-days?
1: Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> you know, communication is key in any relationship, right? So whether it's passwords, whether it's who gets the mail every day and brings it in, um, I think that every couple has a routine and if they don't you that's where you should start and people kinda of shy away saying even entrepreneurs I don't want a routine I know that's why I didn't want a job um, but I think in the efficiency of running a household typically what I see is one person is dominating the family calendar um, and you know giving up that uh, how do I say that, control, um, you know, would be really, really hard, especially for a lot of my women clients because they feel that they're keeping their household together. So allowing somebody to come in and move things around would really just, you know, make things a lot more chaotic.
0: Yeah, but like you said, communication is key, whether it's in a marital relationship, especially if you're a young female entrepreneur. And we're going to talk about this in just a second. Sheryl Sandberg has always said it's so important who you choose to be your partner um, as far as marriage goes and who's in your home with you and and who's helping take care of your kids. And so what are some ways that we can uh, improve that communication as far as scheduling goes? I mean, just today, my husband's going to have to pick up my son early from school and just coordinating that and making sure that we're both again like you said communicating well um is is difficult so is there any any tips or tricks that you have around that
1: i would just say if you're in a partnership and scheduling is something that is really important to your day-to-day activity Mm -hmm. that you you um make one person a primary so if somebody is you know their role is uh, scheduling or you know handling that day-to-day task that you're going to them for, for confirmation or affirmation that these things will work within within your system but typically if there's two people trying to dominate a project you're gonna get a lot of chaos so if you make sure that one person is really handling that um, and your system is to really just communicate back and forth what is already existing. And, you know, I think that would be the key there.
0: I'm looking at the chat and it's interesting. There's a couple of women on here that are saying that they do have access to their husband's calendar and vice versa. Uh, so I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. We don't share our calendars. So I think that's and that is something that my husband always asks for kind of at the beginning of the week. What's going on this week? And so it would make sense if somehow he could see what it is that I'm doing on a daily basis. Because I don't think my husband even has a calendar. Maybe at work. (laughs) I can't see Shane using a calendar. So anyway, uh, the next one that I wanted to talk to you about, Cammie, was the Susan Patton. Uh, She's known as the, uh, which school is it? Princeton mom. She came out with an article last year that was basically really bitter, and she talked about the idea that, ladies, you need to find your mate in college, otherwise you're screwed for life. And so she came out with another article last week for Valentine's Day, or the week before that, whenever Valentine's Day was, (laughs) And uh, it's Susan Patton on a little Valentine's Day straight talk, and this was in the Wall Street Journal. And since then, there's been a couple articles that have come out that are speaking up against this, and they're all from young young women. And so one of them is called uh, "Just Stop It, Princeton Mom." There's no one way to womanhood, and that's in Glamour. And there's another editorial piece in Hello Giggles uh, that is basically the same kind of a thing. Um, quit it. We're not we're not cool with that. And then one of the things I thought, Cami. And I really can't speak to this because I got married when I was 20. I, um, I knew my husband from high school, so he's not a Princeton man or anything like that. Uh, but we had a very good working relationship as far as you know, being te- a t- on a team. Uh, so I wanted to get your perspective on this uh, as far as <laughs> what Susan is, is arguing
1: Oh, I have now, so many things to say. I know, and say. I should start off
0: with saying, are you are you currently single? Are you seeing anyone? I mean, what does that look like for you, especially right. as a busy young female entrepreneur?
1: Yes, well, my love life has been of topic for quite a long time, but um, I, uh, you know, thinking this morning about this article really stirred up a lot for me because I feel that Susan, and writing this article, I just imagined her one night by herself with a glass of wine and kind of getting on her high horse and putting it out there. Um, so I just, for, as far as credibility-wise is concerned, you have to really consider the source and, you know, what does it really matter, what this one person thinks. That's what I thought when I read this. Um, because. If you were looking at my love life or um, my relationships, I would be failed in every component. Um, I fell in love um, when I was fifteen years old, and um, it was—it's always been a bumpy road, but it's been a life lesson, and it's been interesting and. Um, you know we've been on and off now for 12 years and in there I had a four-year relationship um, with somebody who um, I fell in love with as well and was engaged to and that failed Um, you know I think that relationships are an experience and not all of them are successes but life is not about um, being perfect—it's about learning to love yourself through the imperfections. Um, that's I, I. What she's saying to me is is um, very narrow, didn't narrow-minded in this um, article because I feel that um, through trials and tribulations and um, the not so good circumstances, you really get to learn some learn someone and get to know them better and i feel that her takeaway from her r- relationship was very very bitter um and she was really pushing that in this article yeah she's definitely
0: think- pushing a, a bitter agenda and yeah. and i have to agree with you you do learn something you know based off of these past relationships and i think that it's unfortunate the idea that you have to rush into something before you're 30 because like Sheryl Sandberg says, who you pick as your partner is really going to determine how su- successful you can be in your life. And that's what I I genuinely believe that if my husband was any different or any other, um, you know, more demanding or it had different expectations for me, it would make my life so much harder. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that relationship and therefore I'm able to put creative energy into another space. Whereas I know a lot of women are not as fortunate. And there's women on the chat too that are commenting, if I'm in my 30s and I'm unable to find a mate, as she says, then I'm totally screwed. So and as young female entrepreneurs, we're really busy and we're not going into work, like she says in this article. We're not meeting, you know, men that we're able to work with in dating. It is it is about getting out there. And one of the commenters in the Hello Giggles uh, article said um, it's about going out and doing what you love and meeting people that have similar interests as you. And if you find that person, that's great. If you don't, you're still doing stuff that you love. And I really liked that comment. I thought that was a great um, a great uh, piece of advice. At the same time, you know, I, again, I don't really have a, the best perspective for this because I've been married for almost 10 years now. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I, it's, you know and she left out a huge demographic which really upset me too was she it wasn't for her and her article It wasn't about finding a mate it was about finding a man and the right kind of man and I'm thinking okay well are you saying that um, if you're gay you're unsuccessful if you're not you know I just felt the whole thing was really really bizarre um, yeah, and she
0: has a book coming out too. <laughs> It's so sensational. It's just like the headline grabbing type of a thing. And I have to agree with you. I just she's uh, she's
1: kind of bitter. And it wasn't wasn't promoting love. It was really promoting bitterness. And I think that's what the media clung to. And you know, there's just no time for that.
0: I agree. So, Cammie, where can everyone find you after this? Because you've always got something going on. And I love following you on Instagram, especially because you're always out in the wilderness in Arizona. And it's inspiring to see a young woman being so independent and going after, like what we were saying, going doing what you love. So where can everyone find you?
1: Yeah. Um, well, my company is OrganizingExperts.com. Um, On Instagram, I have uh, two accounts. My personal is 26candles. And um, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us under clutter experts.
0: Fantastic. Well, Kimmy, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks.
0: All right, everyone, you've been watching Cammie Listenby. She's the founder of The Organizing Expert, so make sure that you check her out. And I wanted to mention before we go, the women behind uh, Leading Women at CNN International, they're good friends of young female entrepreneurs, and they wanted to make sure that we knew about an opportunity to get featured on CNN International. And this is a cable program, and it's also a big online program. Wifey has worked with them in the past on Twitter chats and a few other promotional opportunities like this. And to celebrate Women's Day, which, is march 8th they're asking by february 21st for you to submit some photos and what i'm going to do is i'm going to go ahead and link that to this video below the video and also on our blog so that you can find out more about the opportunity i really love working with these women i love everything that they're putting out there so i definitely want to make sure that you check that out go to youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com or on youtube.com forward slash yfentrepreneur Stay in the know with everything Young Female Entrepreneurs by signing up for our uh, mailing list over at yfv.me forward slash it. Otherwise, thank you so much for showing up to today's Winning Wednesday. I had to put in at least one Charlie Sheen winning, right? And uh, <laughs> we'll see you back here tomorrow. We've got self-defense Jarrett Arthur. She's going to talk to us about becoming an expert in something and also going to go over a few self-defense moves. So hope to see you back there at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on live.com. Thanks, everyone. Happy Winning Wednesday.